Hello, and welcome to Instant Friends. The very first episode, the intro, the uh, idea that whether this is going to be good or bad, I think it's going to be good. could be bad. Let's see if we do this ever again. Uh, my name is Jordan Jones, um, and with me, as will be the usual, will be my producer and possible co-host when she wants to speak, Kendra Jones. <laughs> so I thought that it would make the most sense for the first episode as like kind of the intro into everything would be to interview my best friend and uh, the person I spend the most time with and have the most laugh with and the general just great person that I love spending every waking mo- moment with Kendra. <laughs> yeah. So um, a couple of things about us. We're from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Do you remember how we met? Like the very first time we met in person or just in general? I guess, I mean, I guess in general. So, well, we met on MySpace. Yeah, but we hadn't, we had never seen each other before that moment. I, I, I'd seen you. I don't know if you had seen me. Mm. I remember I saw you at a uh, basketball game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, don't, uh, I mean, no offense, probably didn't see you. No, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, I guess the first time we actually chatted was on MySpace. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cool, yeah. And I can't remember what my like personal, um, music was on myspace i think it maybe was good charlotte at the time oh. do you remember what yours was Jeez, oh, that's too long ago yeah i'm sure it changed every week depending on my mood yeah with the color backgrounds and all that kind of yeah. stuff i'm surprised myspace hasn't like made it made a comeback as far as that goes but <laughs> it's been upgraded since then i believe yeah yeah so um like i said we were both uh born and raised in arkansas very different uh, upbringings. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, on our way over here, we uh, had a um, conversation about, I don't even know how it came up, but like fondue. Yeah. And uh, and I was I was admitting that I never had have had it. It was because we were talking about a chocolate fountain, and then we moved to fondue. Yeah, well, I've also never had a cho- chocolate fountain. I mean, it's probably because, you know, just our different, because like, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, you know, like our graduating class was 54. Most people I went to school with from like uh, that I graduated with, I went to school with when I was in kindergarten. So just insane to me. Yeah, no one moves around, no whatever. You know, that was just my personal experience. And uh, you know, growing up in like uh, you know trailers in the country, and like uh, you know, it was exactly what I grew up exactly when people say Arkansas. Like, if most people, if they don't even know where it's at, they generally have some idea of what it is. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was basically that, and like the idea now is like uh, after you know. The whole capital thing now it's like you know anonymous with a horrible thing that happened in uh you know america's history so it's great to be from there also a walmart but uh but yeah so it's a really pretty state though <laughs> exactly exactly but look we grew up in the same hospital or not grew up in that same hospital we were born in the same hospital yeah that would be a little darker story. <laughs> darker story if we grew up in the same hospital yeah. exactly yeah. 22 days apart 22 days apart yeah, and um, where did because uh, you, your family moved around a lot? I guess so. <laughs> yes, they did. Kendra's made a face because probably throughout this podcast, you're going to uh, hear maybe us make a lot of references, or we're going to look at each other because we, you know, watch a lot of you know, you know, comedy shows and shows like like everyone does over and over, like Seinfeld, It's Always Sunny, that kind of thing. 
Um, there's also like little things that we just quote all the time that really have meaningless that, quotes. Yeah, that are meaningless to most people. Um, but uh, anyways, uh, our family moves around a lot is one of those from Bob's Burgers. But anyways, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Um, so I initially grew up in Arkansas. I lived in a place called Salisaw, which is in Arkansas. Yeah, I've never even heard of Salisaw. <laughs> it's a very Arkansas name. I lived in Oklahoma for a little bit, too. That was very short-lived. Then back to Arkansas. Um, yeah, just a bunch of different. And, like, yeah. uh, I mean, but, like, your long, your longest one was, like, uh, Greenwood? Well, right now it was where I met you in Cersei. But yeah. before that, yeah, it was Greenwood, Arkansas, right outside of uh, Forest City, which is a, a big, uh, big town, I guess. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, Greenwood was small. That's where I met, you know, a lot of my friends that I actually had friends because I was very shy. Because obviously, you move around a lot, you don't get attached very easily. Yeah, so good friends, good times. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, and also like the references that like also I guess we should make note that your dad was a a pastor. Mm -hmm. That's why he moved around a lot. He, right, he moved yeah. to different churches and stuff like that. Yeah. And like uh. Yeah, that was the main reason that was moving so mm -hmm. much was because he was getting kicked out of all these churches. I don't understand like quite why you move so much as a pastor. But. <laughs> it's uh, really messed up, actually. What they do is like every two or four years, I can't remember, especially if you're a new pastor, they'll hold a service where they have the congregation vote if they want to keep you as the pastor or not. They do it in front of you, right, too? Or no? So he does a little like... A uh, little fanfare, a little message, or whatever, and then we oh. have to like sit in the back, and you know, just wait for the results. Oh man, it's yeah, it's pretty fun. I I, uh, I enjoy the uh, term fanfare. That's fair, <laughs> <laughs> like whatever that means or whatever. But yeah, I mean, that's I mean, he has to sell himself. It's like yeah, I, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty brutal. So she's a kid to know like, oh, this is this could be want wild. Us here anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I don't understand like what I mean. I guess I also grew up in churches my entire life. My fam my but my my family was like loyal to a fault. Like they'd be like the same church that they like that I went to like as a kid, I went to for like ten years. Mm -hmm. And then they just followed the same pastor to another church for like five years. So and they, they just, weren't loyal to the church, they were loyal to the man. Yeah, exactly. That's, to the man. It's respectable. Yeah, and the but like they just would like uh bounce around and uh they just liked the way he, you know, spoke or whatever. And you know, personally it was Going twice on Sunday, once on Wednesday, it was just, uh, you know, it became like a pretty um, brutal for me, like as I got older, obviously, and started questioning yeah. things and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so, you know, your your parents were around, all that good stuff. Um, and then, uh, I mean, you had like, as far as like, um, you know, your childhood goes, you like had cool stuff like a go-kart and scooter and stuff. <laughs> you were, you're like typical girl, right? Yeah, typical girl. Mm -hmm. I said you weren't. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, we had a go-kart. Um, I loved my uh, Razor scooter. It's my favorite pastime. Yes. Um, my favorite Christmas gift was a remote control truck. Yeah, which we've tried to, I've tried to hunt down before for Christmas <laughs> presents, and I just I couldn't find it. Yeah. I think your parents did too. I told them about it. But. Yeah, it was a red pickup truck with giant wheels that I ran until they were flat on one side. And, you know, then you have to, it's no fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh like yeah, going over speed bumps every time. Yeah. So yeah, and then um, you ended up in Cersei at uh, what age? 
13, I think. 13, yeah. Yeah, 13. Yeah, well, my whole family, um, my mom and dad's parents, everyone is in BB, which is about a 15-minute drive from Cersei. So they wanted to be back with their family after all the years of moving around. Yeah, gross. Why would anybody want to be near their family? I mean, I don't understand it, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, real quick, when we talk about your dad being a pastor, do you think that, because, uh, you know, a little bit about us as well as, like, another thing is uh, that we both enjoy really dark humor. Mm-hmm. Um, comedians like Anthony Jeselnik and, you know, uh, like, uh, even, like, Mark Norman's pretty dark. Um, and then, like, uh, you know, other, uh, you know, shows and sitcoms that have, like, this really dark underlay that kind of, you know, don't really hold anything back when they're, you know, making fun of stuff or, or joking. Do you think that being, like, both of us being so, like, closed off and, uh like a, that Christian life. That's why we enjoy it because it's 100%, so taboo. Yeah, hundred percent because it's wrong. Those are those are not things that normal people would say. So it's funny to just hear that coming out of someone's mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and like even now, like even after you know we're you know we're both twenty nine, but even after um, you know so long of like hearing those things, I still find like you know like you know like a certain kind of joke just you know hits me in a right spot that it's it's super funny. I don't know you know what it is or. Also, I mean, also, I guess it depends sometimes with the comedian specifically if it's well structured. Sure. You, know, you know, if you're just yelling, uh, you know, fucks into a microphone doesn't really have the same <laughs> ring to it as mm-hmm. like uh, other things. Um, but yeah, I just want to talk about that dark humor because it is something that you might hear consistently on this podcast, mm-hmm. especially with depending on the guests that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so in Arkansas, um, Cersei, and then I kind of, and then you kind of, you know, being homeschooled, mm-hmm. and then that was, you know, fantastic. I'm sure you, hey, t- you it, taught yourself basically. <laughs> I mean, my hours were eight to twelve, four days a week. So yeah, and that's like rather around the time uh, I met you, and then like, and you you were doing that, and then you're working at a uh, yeah, a Premier Tans. Mm-hmm. You were working at a tanning spot, and you were you were basically like a Hispanic woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't, I mean, obviously, you'll, if you you know see our social media or whatever, you'll be able to see. Kendra is just a regular white woman. I am. But, uh, you know, it was like that. It was that time. It was like 2007. Yeah. Like you wanted to look like you lived at the beach, even though you lived in landlocked Arkansas. Yeah. But, yeah, it was 2007, and that was like the whole thing. And Big Ho- Yeah, Hollister, Abercrombie, yeah. all that cool stuff. I was in charge of cleaning the beds, so that was fun. <laughs> you get to see a lot of uh, butt prints of obese women and hand prints all over the place with tanning oil. Hey, really yeah. great. Really great. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, you know certain guys would be totally into that. It was my first job. Yeah, I stayed with it for a while. So yeah, and then um, yeah, we met around that time, and then and then like also your diet at that point was consistently like I only ever saw you eat like chocolate or like, <laughs> and you still weighed like you know one hundred five pounds or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I hit over yeah one hundred five my entire teen years. Yeah, and then like, but like you would eat like, oh, I, I think the only three things I ever saw you eat was popcorn with frosting. Yeah, chocolate Re- frosting. Yeah, chocolate frosting, Reese's, mm-hmm. and like uh, if we like went on a, a classy date to Chili's, right. it was a uh, molten lava cake. Yeah, like, I, know, that's I don't like, think yeah. I ever had actual dinner with you. Yeah, we had, dating. yeah, if we did, it was like very yeah. minuscule or small or whatever, but. Yeah, so we started like you know like you know messaging on MySpace, and then you know uh, I guess we'd call it you know a young dating or whatever, and then had a little falling out because you know I was a, a man slut. Yeah, he certainly was. 
But uh, yeah, because I, I, I mean, I was like all over the place with I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like I went from being like a super jockey bro guy that like, uh, you know, wore Hollister and stuff like that to like being like uh, super into like, you know, like uh, metal and stuff like that. It was like a, it was like almost like a year transition. And then next thing I know I had a full like beard, no mustache, wearing <laughs> slipknot shirts, but still playing sports and like. Yeah, you lived several different lives. You were friends with all of the works of, like, you you had jock friends, you had, you had the punk rock friends, you had the emo kids, you were just, you were a kind man. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if kind is the right word, but uh, I was just fitting into, you know, I kind of always found all different kind of people interesting, so I guess this is kind of, you know, kind of transitioned into this, but um, anyway, so yeah, then we were dating around for a while, uh, and then, I don't even know... Do you know how the idea of a marriage came up? Like, I don't think we ever talked about it. I I just sprung it on you one day. I don't. I don't. I I I, honestly, I don't think we ever talked about marriage. But my sister was getting married at the same time, so I think it kind of just put the idea into both of our heads. And I don't know about you, but I knew that I wanted to marry you. So it was just like, well, I hope I did too, because I'm the one that asked. But it's true. Yeah, and then like, I mean, this is because. I mean, as you, if you're putting it together, obviously we got married when we were 18, Yes. which is like, that is the number one thing. Uh, the first time we, like, especially if we're together and we're talking to someone for the first time, we're hanging out with someone and they, uh, we see, and I say something about being married I'm like, oh yeah, cool. And I go, oh yeah, I've been married. You know, sometimes I'll ask, you know, how many years or whatever it'll come up. And they always like, look at, they always have, it's always the same reaction. It's like, I'm, I'm assuming you get the same thing when you're by yourself. It happened when we were younger. Yeah, more when we're younger. <laughs> we get older, like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But no, it's like um, they look at it and then they like try to piece it together. They and, try to do mental math. Yeah, and they're like, oh, how? Then you can always see it, the wheels straining, and then they're like, wait. And then, like, oh, you get married. And then, like, people are like, that's insane, or whatever. Yeah. Here we are. We get married at 18. We're 29 now. Yes. And uh, we'll celebrate our, our anniversary in July 11th. <laughs> but 7 uh, 11. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, and, and, uh, I told you this before, but like I bought your ring with my Christmas money yeah. at a going out of business sale at a mall. Like it was like a jewelry store that was going out of business sale. And like you were with me, I snuck off. Yeah. I had an inkling because we were at a mall together and he's like, I'm going to go do something real quick. I'm like, okay. So I just wander around. But yeah. I wouldn't call myself sly. Not back really. Then. Yeah. Back then. Uh, I was okay with that. Yeah, so bought the ring, um, and the first time, I don't think it was was it that day that I gave it to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not very good at. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not very good at uh, keeping not secrets, but I'm not very good if I have something that like, like it's like a surprise or whatever. More excited than the person that you're giving it to. Yeah, exactly. Like presents or whatever. Like can draw. Like you know, I can never. Like I'm like, hey, I'm planning something for like a vacation or like uh, you know or whatever. She always convinces me to. like to give it to her early, you know. So, because I hate surprises. She hates them, but I, I love them. They happen, but yeah, I just yeah, you know, it never really happens because but, she always convinces me otherwise. Well, because you always tell me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> when you tell somebody you have a surprise, it's harder. I am just excited, man. What can I do? Um, but yeah. So and then so the this would be a little fun tidbit. So, um, the first time I I asked you. To marry me because there's there's two stories. Oh, we're going there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, our, fr- our family's not gonna listen to this That's because we're fucked. Um, 
So we were having premarital sex, a sin, before that, uh, a lot. And, uh, and uh, anyways, so there was a spot that we always used to go to that was um, my, my parent, my family owned a daycare. Yes. So, but they owned a house that was next to the daycare. It was like a, like a three bedroom home and no one lived in. It was a two, three bedroom, but, but they, they, they used it only for storage. It was just full of all kinds of shit. Um, so we would park in that, that house's driveway and have sex in the back of my Toyota 4Runner or whatever vehicle we had at that time. <laughs> Sometimes like a family member's yeah, car. Multiple family members. Yeah. It didn't really matter. Um, and then like also like my go-to move during like, like at that age was like, to- like even like to tell Kendra be like, hey, I just want to get in the back and like hold you naked or whatever. Yeah. Like, we're not, we don't have I to have. not slide. Yeah, we we did not have to have sex. I was like, we don't have to have sex. Uh-huh. Just, you know, we'll get back there. And then like, but that happened once or twice. And then every time it was a joke because you knew that we were yeah. like, so it wasn't like I was trying to trick you into sex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so, um, so I do, I do my move of like, Hey, let's get in the back, whatever. And then, and we're uh, completely naked. We're in the back of my forerunner. And then she's like laying on the back seat. And then, She's like, what are you doing? And then I get on one knee in the floorboard and I ask you to marry me on the uh, floor of a Toyota 4Runner, completely naked, yes. both of us. <laughs> and uh, if that doesn't encapsulate our entire marriage, then I don't know what it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that was the first time. Yes. And like we didn't, we didn't, we didn't get emotional or anything. We didn't, neither one of us cried. Um, we went to church. We went to church. <laughs> we went to your parents' church. We were both super excited. Um and then, so then we were like, well, and then we, we didn't tell your parents. We didn't tell, obviously we didn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, shit, we have to, we good, good, for, good, good force, foresight on us yeah. to not like, just be like, oh, we make up a story. So we were like, all right, well, after church, we're going to go do it officially. Because I also had asked like your parents for permission on that whole classic thing. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so we, we done the whole, like I did the whole permission. So, so they knew that it was coming at some point. Um, anyways, so then we, uh, drove to the, like, I guess we, I kind of, we skipped over this part. We actually, the first time we ever hung out Mm -hmm. was on the 4th of July of the previous year Mm at, uh, at a, just like a fireworks show at a park. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, I remember it was like July and I still want to look good because I I just got this new, like long sleeve button up and I wore it and I was hot as hell. Like, I I, I remember I was like, I was like this, like I felt good, but dude, in Arkansas in July, it's like oh, 120 degrees brutal. or something. It's brutal. But I was like insistent on wearing this and, and pants. And, uh, I just remember being so hot. Um, but so yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, then we walked around and then the next day we went to another fireworks, uh, like a show mm-hmm. at a church and then I tried to make a move on you and work. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, uh, we weren't to that point yet, but anyways, um, so anyway, so skip back to like I said that uh, second engagement story, and then go to the park. We both knew it was coming. You already know that. I already said yes. Yeah, yeah. You already said yes. I knew what was going on, and then uh, I go to the very first spot where we actually kind of like engaged, talked first time, got on a knee, and then we both cried at that point. Because well, you were being super sassy. I guess. Yeah, but like the, but I just uh, the idea that like it was already over, like the the. Answer yeah. was yes and all that kind of stuff, but, but it was just because of the words you were saying. Yeah, I do have good way with words. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but anyways, uh, 
yeah, so that was the, and then, then after that, we went like, oh, and I mean, all this kind of stuff. And I'm, uh, because uh, also, like, to like give the best description of the ring, it wasn't like the biggest thing. It was like, uh, it cost like 180 bucks, <laughs> like on sale. Normal price was like 350. Like, yeah. I didn't get it for that much, but like, um, still have it. Lost a diamond. Lost a diamond. Yeah. Cause turns out it wasn't a diamond. <laughs> no, it was, but it was the smallest thing you've ever seen. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was the, you know, from there. And then skip forward to, because uh, that was in December. Yeah. Yeah, it was December that. Right around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And then, then engaged all the way up to Jul- July, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then we had, and then we had outdoor wedding. Mm-hmm. And it the was. Shortest ceremony, I think, ever. Yeah, because it was, you know, all of our, both of our families are super religious, don't drink. Um. And so we were ready to go bang. Yeah, we were ready to go have a marital bang <laughs> without a condom. Um, yeah. And uh, anyways, so but it was exactly like what you would think an eighteen-year-old would plan or want for a wedding. Yeah, uh, I had like red converses on mm-hmm. and a uh, vest and on like a no jacket, no jacket, rolled up sleeves. Mm-hmm. I brought bought my dress at J.C. Finney's for twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. J.C. Finney's. Aren't they out of business? Ooh, they should be. Yeah. The last one we went to was pretty bummed out. Yeah, it was so bad. It was about basically apocalyptic uh, JCPenney's. Yeah. I felt like we could just loot it and nobody would know. Yeah, and that was the go-to spot. It probably still is the go-to spot in Cersei. Yeah. That, um, where, like, you know, that's where you go for like, church clothes or, like, an oh, Easter right. outfit or that's, whatever. That's fashionable. Yeah, I mean, they have a little bit of everything for everybody. That's true. But anyways, so, yeah, that was exactly what, and we had, didn't have a cake, we had cupcakes. Yeah, we had a cupcake ceremony. Um, yeah, and it, but it was... Like I said, just like the previous story I told you, it's, it was hot as balls. Mm-hmm. Like we had to like, you know. Like yeah. And uh, I remember specifically for the wedding, I had planned this this uh, gag, if you will, <laughs> uh, of like like pulling out a handkerchief and like dab. I can't remember if I was going to dab my eyes or your eyes, like just like as a joke. But like, because the, like the, uh, this is also something about me is like I get very caught up in emotion. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, I usually like if someone like I see someone like die like in person. I didn't see anybody die in person, but if I see something something horrific on TV or whatever or the news or whatever, I'll, I'll I do get empathic about it and feel like oh this is sad. But it, I never really cry. Or if like so, like a you know a sad scene in a movie doesn't really get me cry. But like if someone's like triumphant or like you know like someone overcomes something or like. For instance, we love competition show. If someone wins something and they're like over, like they're crying and they're like, I can't believe they did it. And like they took them in this, especially if it's like an artistic, um, you know, like a uphill battle uh, that that gets me more than anything. So I was overcome with those feelings at the wedding. And like you didn't even look at me while I was walking down the aisle. I could because I knew because <laughs> I was I was biting the inside of my cheek because I knew that if I looked at her, I was I was going to just start bawling. And I didn't want to do that in front of. My friends, family, and everyone that I knew at the time. <laughs> so, so yeah, so so I just left that. I didn't pull out my gag because <laughs> I was, would have actually cried. Yeah, I was like, I would have cried in this. Funny. You never told me that. I think I, I told you that. I don't think so. That I had the gag. No. Oh, I thought I, I told you. First time hearing of it. Well, look at this. All yeah. you, so many years later. So maybe. What? Maybe you have. Yeah, I probably have. <laughs> probably drunkenly in embarrassment, yeah. but I'm doing it now in front of a microphone. Um. So yeah, then we uh, whisk ourselves away to um, a Holiday Inn in Little Rock, which is the capital of Arkansas. So it was a classy place. Super classy. And then we had our 
our uh, honeymoon in Little Rock and we ate at Olive Garden, right? Was that was? Yeah, yeah. Well, we went to the mall too. Yeah, we went to the mall. We're eighteen, you know. Yeah, we're eighteen. We did exactly what you would expect an eighteen-year-old to do. We went to the mall. We had uh, my cousin buy us uh, beer and champagne. Uh, the largest bottle of champagne that was the cheapest, I'm sure. Yeah, and then like a in Bud Light, and we like, I mean, I uh, you know, I'd been drinking. I was pretty much a, uh, I was like a, a partier all through my um, teenage years. But I had to like force myself to drink beer and champagne and stuff. I was more like a uh, smoke a blunt and drink like a um, something like, you know, oh, 99 schnapps. I drink that out of the bottle around. And yeah, I was a real weird uh, party animal. Heaven yeah. Heaven Hill, <laughs> which is like the cheapest vodka. Yeah. So, yeah. So we we had all those. We had beer and champagne and didn't even. We dumped the champagne down the drain. because We didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. We didn't like it. So we kind of just like banged and like uh, watched TV mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, nothing really Super exciting. Nice. Like, I think now, especially if we did that over again, like, oh, we would have, because, you know, we, we enjoy a drink or two now. That's the understatement. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it was, uh, so we did that. And then after that, we moved to, Cer- like, moved to Cersei, which is like, uh, you know, where Kendra's family lived. And, um, yeah, and then we got our first duplex mm-hmm. and, like, pre- pretended to be adults. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the biggest thing I think for us at the beginning was we were we're eighteen, we're teenagers, mm-hmm. and like we're like, all right, well, this is, now that we're married, we're full fledged adults. This is what adults what do. We're supposed to do. Yeah, so we tried to decorate the house like an adult would, but we still ha- like see. I think that's what like the biggest thing that's worked for us, and while we're still happily married, is the fact that we um, don't as, have children. Yeah, that that yeah, that specifically. <laughs> but the fact that also there was that there was that short window when we were eighteen that where we like we took ourselves really seriously. We tried to. Yeah. But still like had house parties, played beer pong. We had a whole room that had black lights. Yeah. And yeah. Black light posters. Yeah. So like no matter how hard how hard we tried to be adults, we still we were kids. We're still kids. And we still did kid things. And as you know, we became twenty one and got older, we still did wild kid shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like 18, we had like a house party. We, we would have people all over all the time. We'd fucking, you know, smoke bongs in the house and just like. Have the cops called on us. Cops called on us, that whole thing, which luckily. Well, we lived on a, ca- a college campus, a Christian college campus yeah, as well. So. True. So that wasn't, you know, ideal. It didn't help us. Yeah, we had the cops called on us one time. And then luckily a friend of mine and I went to church with the guy. That's all. This is how our, yeah. that's how small town this, like. Yeah place was like we knew the knew the cop from church and basically he like yeah didn't do anything as far as just yeah exactly um so yeah then we lived in Cersei for a while kind of did a thing i tried to start college i hated it so um and then we went to uh moved to conway which is like an hour away from Cersei. um we got a little independence from our family yeah exactly so because you know thing about like my family personally is like they they're like around each other 24 seven. Like they all live down the same road, like within, you know, half a mile from each other. Um, so like, you know, having that separation for once was like nice for me personally. And I think especially you coming into the family was probably nice for you as well. And, you know, not having to like, not being like um, obligated to go to church every Sunday. Yes. If we didn't want to, um, not having that obligation. So moved to Conway. Um, and, oh, well, I guess it, this should be stated well as well. Um, I was working at a metal roofing supply place, mm-hmm. so that's when we moved to Conway because I um, started running a metal roofing supply place at 19 years old. They were just like, 
I was, I guess it was 20 at that point, but they're like, Hey, we're opening up another location. Do you want to run it? And I was like, yeah, sure. So, uh, <laughs> which is like, you know, such a random thing to say out loud. It makes uh, no sense. Yeah. But yeah, so that, that's why we, um, moved to, uh, you know, Conway and then we lived there and then you worked at, um, which is i mean i'm pretty sure you can surmise from the title you like eat flowers or <laughs> yeah no it's a fruit a fruit bouquets oh yeah that's right and chocolate dipped i knew that fruits and you so, yeah you worked there for a yeah, few years i kind of like ran that location a little bit yeah and it, all right. it's fun. yeah and then like um we started like we turned 21 while we were there um and then i did first because i'm a cougar yeah 22 days <laughs> um but yeah so while we're there we turned 21 uh and then from there we started like i mean we were already like sort of like we both like we moved to our first apartment in conway we kind of just like let ourselves go and like had two tvs in the living room we yeah. had like we had one tv that we were playing video games on and like another tv that we was like watching seinfeld on mm-hmm. so basically like i said we were living like college kids, we were also smoking a lot of weed, yeah. uh, like and like days where like we'd wake up and just smoke weed twenty four seven. Like mm-hmm. it was like that. Um, I mean, like, like I said, you know, looking back is like we were twenty years old. So like, what else were we gonna do? Yeah, yes, we, we needed could've. to still be young. Like yeah, exactly. So you know, we. So I think that like uh, you know, go back to what I was saying earlier is like I think when people get married so young, especially, I don't think it's as common now, but definitely in the area that I grew up. A lot of people get married real young and then have kids and then like have to get a nine to five. And like there's no there's no more like youthfulness like sucked out of them. And then they they have like this, you know, outcry when they're 30, get a divorce, you know, and doing meth, drive out. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. The meth might be escalation. Yeah. But the, yeah, they end up just like kind of like hating their life because they, well, they think that's the only path. Exactly. They get they, you know, get rid of it you know for some people that works great all that kind of stuff but uh, i think that if we would have stayed in that area and done that i think mm-hmm. it would have been detriment to our yeah. marriage Wouldn't have, yeah, helped us. yeah so we were still living like a you know a call you know two college kids that kids that were away from their parents um mm-hmm. smoking weed and playing video games and all that kind of stuff um and conway and then the big two one came and then like and then we started being able to drink because mm-hmm. that cause at that time we were like before that we were buying weed from a guy and then also uh having him buy us beer. Yeah. And that was like the that was like the routine we had. Um and then like at some point I guess around twenty one we realized we want to get in shape. And then uh we did that for a while and that we moved to another apartment. Um and then we started drinking. And then with that came like stuff like we another like another little milestone of like being youthful. We started going to strip clubs together. Yeah. And like smoking cigarettes and like doing all that kind of stuff. Uh not smoking we we never have like smoke cigarettes like regularly it's always no, over I, drinks or whatever I bought like two packs in my entire life mm-hmm. and they lasted a while but yeah just, we watched Peaky blinders and that was about it one time yeah yeah but that's during period yeah exactly but like so yeah so we would there'd be times where you know one time like going to arkansas strip clubs it was the one time where we like mm-hmm. went like we were there like before they opened yeah. like, like 20 minutes before they opened and then drink tall boys in the parking lot <laughs> yeah, and they opened and then went in and then we would stay there for like hours and you know sometimes we go home and have sex or whatever you know what i mean then like it was never like it was always like uh and we never really even got lap dances it was like almost like so like my dad and i said my family doesn't drink my dad 
He does. Mm-hmm. My, you know, um, and or both of my dads. Yeah, true. Not gay dads, but uh, <laughs> biological and the stepfather that I called dad. Uh, but anyways, he, my uh, stepfather he does drink and you know he, you know does all that kind of stuff. But like he calls like he like his defense to my mom would always be that it's, he would just go to a bar that had girls with their boobs right. out. And they're like, a titty bar. Yeah, he would call he would call it a titty bar. He wouldn't call it a strip club. You know, he's like, you know, it's just a titty bar. Yeah. So that, in a sense, though, if you look at it, like that's basically what we did. Like yeah. we just yeah, we went there and drank and just enjoyed the view. Yeah, like you know, and then like you know, you'd flirt with like a stripper or whatever, but it would never be like yeah. anything more than like, hey, what's up? You know, yeah, you're attractive. Two dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were we were dropping it in, like we'd like, spend the money to get in, and yeah. we might get like forty bucks and throw some ones on the stage and then you know go about our day um so with that uh, a couple years go by i guess it had to be like 22 maybe 22 years old 23 i don't know so we realized we had to like we had to get out of uh conway like we got out we, we want to get out of arkansas i'm necessarily what set it off maybe we're just so bored yeah because i think both of us were really bored at our jobs mm-hmm. and just kind of it kind of just and like once again, you're twenties and we're like, like, oh man, we like we have to have a change. We have to like go see the world or whatever. And I'm and, used to moving around a lot. Yeah. So I was like stagnant. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And and I think and I think my thing was that like I wasn't used to it and then but I wanted to have that experience. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so I um so I don't know how we even came to this conclusion, but the only thing only way I could think of for us to get out was because we had to wanted to save enough enough excuse me save up enough money to be able to live i think i don't know if we had decided at the beach at that point or not i think that was our main goal was to make it to the beach yeah we didn't even know what beach or where or because her because your family always vacationed at destin mm-hmm. like uh like it was like every summer right every summer. Yeah. yeah so and like i never i don't think until we got together i went to like the beach in texas but i'd never been to like a florida beach like yeah. as a white sand yeah yeah that was the first time that uh i'd ever been to with your family we'd been to like a beach like that so Mm -hmm. i kind of also was like oh this would be an awesome place to live yeah it'd be great um so the only way i could think of to get ahead was to work on the gas pipeline Mm -hmm. which is what my dad does uh because you can make like you know 24 dollars an hour and then plus like you know time and a half which is like usually another 20 hours overtime and they pay for you to travel um and travel back uh you make a lot of money and like usually most people would do it for like their lives because you know you can make a hundred thousand dollars a year your dad does yeah yeah well i mean i mean a lot of people do well i know but i'm just saying that's how you got connected with it yeah 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 he does and um so and the thing was like uh they, they call you you gotta do it or whatever and then they just called me one day and they were like hey like uh we need you it was like another town like in the north part of arkansas we need you here in in like three days I was like, oh shit. So um we I quit I quit my job. Well, I didn't give them two weeks notice, it's kind of a dick, but I told them because they were also the type of people that if I would have told them I was looking for something else, they would have just fired me anyways. Yeah. Um so I bounced. We bounced and then we got rid of our apartment and both of us just moved cold to this little shitty Arkansas town, lived in a hotel, and I just started grinding. And it was like midsummer in Arkansas, 120 degree heat, and just like buffing bevels you know what i mean just like you know grinding away um do like doing the basic bottom grunt work we're just buffing away 
rust so people can weld over the top of it. Mm-hmm. And it's for gas pipes that go into the ground. Come home with like the first day with like my arm just like been sliced to open. It was awful. It was, it was awful. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Um, but, you know, they told me that if they caught me that uh, I was going to get fired because I, I was in front of the line and they're like, we can't catch up to you. You're fired. So I was like taking off and end up like getting pulled into the buffer that I was using and it sliced my arm all up. And I look back and they were like kind of close. So I just kind of tied it off and just finished the rest of the day. And then, like I told the uh, told the guy, and he was like, "What the hell? Like, why would you not say like, well, I didn't want to? Because we had nothing. We both quit our jobs. Yeah. Like, if we they we would, if, and we got rid of our apartment, who if we would have got fired from that job, we would had to move back with our parents. And now, and I would I'd rather lose a limb before I had to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. So that was that step, and then. I wasn't making a whole lot. I mean, like $16, $18 an hour at this smaller job. And to do that job, you had to be able to basically prove that you could survive the job and do the job before you could get bigger jobs and join a union and uh, be able to travel around. And then I survived. And um, and then so they were like, oh, yeah, well, t- oh, you can come to uh, Pennsylvania. And then we moved to Pennsylvania. And it was like uh, Pennsylvania, New York uh, line was what is it, Cotter Sport. Cotter Sport, yeah. Yeah. Started. Beautiful mountain town. Mm-hmm. so pretty no wi-fi really though <laughs> yeah so i was unemployed at the time so it was a it was a bit of a challenge mm-hmm. but anyway it was fun this we found a cool local bar that we went to a lot had some drinks there several days yeah yeah exactly for, yeah for several days and then like uh you know met a lot of there's a lot of like on the gas pipeline there's a lot of uh Ruffins, a lot of people that you would that are attracted to that job that are exactly what you'd expect people that are attracted to that job. Mm-hmm. They're usually people that are, you know, road hard and put away wet, very if you will. Rough. Yeah, very rough, very like, you know, a lot of a lot of drug addicts, a lot of people that just like want to get away. And so um yeah, we met some very interesting people mm-hmm. in that area. Um like I said the mountains were great. It was a really nice place to live as far as like the look and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hated every minute of the work I did, hated the guy that I worked for. Like, mm-hmm. only time I ever thought, like, maybe I uh, might kill somebody, like, <laughs> legit, legitimately, uh, and then get away with it. Um, but it, wow. yeah, I didn't kill him. He's alive. He's probably not. He's probably dead. He was pretty old. Um, anyways, and so at that time, we were like trying. So we were trying to basically save up money to be like, all right, well, now we can, I, I, that I could quit and just we can figure out what next is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there we went to, um, Delmont, Delmont which was a, uh, 45 uh, minutes from Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that was, that was fantastic because, because we would go to Pittsburgh weekly. Whenever you were off. Yeah. Whenever I was off, like some days we'd have like, you know, rain delays or whatever, or rain days. Yeah. And then we'd go. And then on that job, we, I worked with my dad, no, which no. is like, um, we might have him on the podcast one day, but, uh, he's a wild, so wild. he's a wild man. Uh, he's hilarious. Um, he's like, uh, you know, your stereotypical like Arkansas guy, kind of mixed with like a, I don't know, a sports dad. I don't know, like he even he's not like he doesn't hunt or anything no. like where most people think. He like he dips and drinks and yeah. loves NASCAR. Yeah. Um, so that was you know that's the thing. But uh, anyway, so we worked with him. We took him to a Pittsburgh Pirates game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we uh. Had quite a bit to drink. I not as much as the two of them because I was trying to be the responsible one, even though he's much older. 
Oh, my dad. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your, your dad, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was super fun. He tripped in a highway. In the middle of, like, a, it was a four-lane, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. A pretty a highway you don't want to trip in. Uh, I think he burst off his, or cut off his toe. Not his toe, his toenail. Yeah, he hit right? it in, like, a blood vessel, like, formed underneath, yeah, and, like, he lost, his he lost it. it. And yeah. all we could do is laugh, even though it was a dangerous <laughs> situation. But Yeah, and, yeah, he sprawled out in the middle of a, uh, a four-lane highway. This this man's he's not a uh, he's not a very tall man, but he's got a nice beer belly on him. Yeah, so he's got it a yeah. comical. Just, I mean, but he always his big thing growing up too was like that he would always uh, brag that. I mean, I, I don't know if it's still now, but like even though he had a belly because his belt his pants went underneath it, he still was a thirty two, <laughs> and that was his like big like he's like, I'm still thirty two waist and like you know he always fluctuates. He like loses weight when he's out there on the job because he's working hard yeah, and all that stuff and gains it when he comes yeah. home. Um, but yeah, so Pittsburgh was dope. I liked it a lot. So finally we got to a point where we was like, we were like, uh, all right, we can like, oh, so like, I guess it didn't necessarily get to the point, but I finished the job right. in December and if you finish it, they lay you off. You can draw unemployment. Um, and then also they are, uh, they also pay you your travel pay. So, the, so they would be from Arkansas to Pittsburgh and back. So it was like a, it was like 1500 bucks or whatever is by the mile. So Survived, finished it, worked in the snow up to, you know, did the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to brag, but I survived. <laughs> My dad does it. You know, he's, yeah. he's uh, 57 years old and he still does it. Well, so, he's a so. higher up than you are. You're yeah. doing the shit work. But anyways, uh, survived was great. Um, and then, so we were like, oh shit. So we went home for Christmas and like, all right, it's time. We're going to the beach. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's what we did. We. We did, uh, we looked up like the statistics as far as like cost of living. Um, safest. Yeah, safest. Proximity to the beach. Yeah, exactly. And literally packed up everything that would fit into our tiny Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm. And then like um, drove to New Smyrna Beach. Never had been there before. Didn't know much about it. Had looked up here and there. And then like didn't even have an apartment picked up. Literally just mapped us to the very first apartment complex. I think we might have. I think we had contacted them. Yeah, maybe. But we I, I like to think any papers or like they hadn't checked us out anything. So yeah, you know, there was a chance we would just be sleeping in our car yeah. or on the beach that night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we got there after like long uh, strenuous uh, paperwork. We were able to get in. We literally all we we had like a one of those foam top mattresses that we like vacuum sealed into a tiny bag. Yeah. So that was our bed. Uh, I would, yeah, we didn't have internet or TV. Do we have TV? We had a laptop, I think. Yeah, we had a laptop with DVDs. Yeah, so and that was it. And we had like a few decorations. The rest were like clothes and shit. Um, so yeah, then the first day, like first night living in New Smyrna, we went to um, the beach and there was a uh, Breakers and it was like a burger place. We had a beer and a burger and was looked out we on the beach. Sidingly. Like yeah, sidingly. We did it. Yeah. And like, you know, it like, it's like a long road of like getting there and like wanting to do this thing for a while. And we got there and then. From there, we um, we like uh, we threw newspapers for a while, mm-hmm. for like I don't know, like four months, and that was like no days off. Mm-hmm. We like worked every single day at like 12, 12 a.m. to like five a.m. and we would just cr- we would just do all the condos up uh, the beach. Have you ever been to any kind of beach town? Just like the tall condos, they like especially during snowbird season when like people from down uh, up north come down. Um, they, like they you know get their New York Times and. You know, Orlando Sentinel, whatever the fuck. And uh, so then, and then, um, so that, so we just ran and threw them and 
And we, we would try because the goal was to do it as quick as possible because just to get it over with. Like you yeah. could you could have moseyed around or whatever, but you wanted to do it. But I think six a.m. was the cappers, mm-hmm. so like uh, we just did it together and just crushed it. And then we would go to the gym, and it was great. Um, and then from there, uh, I went to film school, mm-hmm. and then then we both were looking for jobs outside the paper thing because I was just exhausted from going to film school, throwing papers. And like, uh, you know, it was a, it was a lot. Fell asleep at the wheel one time, knocked over a mailbox, that whole thing. Um, but anyway, so yeah, then from there we started working at third wave cafe, um, in new Smyrna. Like I had, like they were planning to open the back. Neither one of us had worked in a restaurant before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, uh, you know, that was a great experience. We met so many great people. So many cool people. I mean, we could, we could, contact with. yeah. And, uh, one of the guys will be the first guest, but, um, but yeah, so. Se- or I mean, second guest after you, but um, but yeah. So yeah, we did that. I mean, we could spend a whole episode just talking about the stories we have in New Smyrna. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, it was. Uh, we did so much cool shit. Um, you know, one time we got to go to Brooklyn, and you know, did uh, did drugs in Brooklyn, and, and you know, <laughs> yeah, that was great. One of our coworkers, one of our coworkers, just met so many great people and did so much cool shit. Went to more strip clubs with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to uh, Daytona strip clubs, which are. About like Arkansas strip clubs. They're not that much different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. They, just uh, they don't it's have good. as much twang, I guess, in their voice or yeah, whatever. Um, really but yeah, so that was great. New Spring was awesome. Um, and then I started cooking there for the first time. And then you were a server. And then and then fell in love with cooking with fire and all that good stuff. Um, and then you realized you hated being a server there. <laughs> but just like the, the fact that it's probably because of the fact that uh, your parents. I mean, like I said, we like we said before, you grew up in churches. Yeah. So you were ha- you're already had had to pretend to be fake sure. every, every week. Yeah. In front of people and like smile and be polite and all that kind of stuff. So I think serving probably just another mirror of that. Yeah, and it's also the style of serving. They wanted it to be really nice and like proper, and we were wearing all black with long aprons in the middle of summer at the beach. So that was a lot. So I wanted to do something a little more loose. He barked in it there to yeah, kind of keep it. And that, that was a little bit different, right? Yeah, that was nice. But yeah, it was my shifts were normally closing shifts. And then the next day was an opening shift. So oh, that was nice. it's hard to be, it's hard to be peppy when you didn't get home until 2 a.m. And are back at work <laughs> the next morning at 7.30. But yeah, it was, it was a great time. Um, so I also fell in love with painting there. Um, also, we did a lot of Adderall when we were there. Mm-hmm. Both of us used to drink, take Adderall and just paint. But I would do the craziest things. I would glue ropes to canvases. Mm-hmm. Really didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just like, I'm going to paint. Our apartment floor was carpeted, by the way, covered in paint. Yeah. So that was, needless yeah. to say, we didn't get our deposit back. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was a bit, as you say, a mess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had so many wild times. Like I said, we could spend a whole episode. Maybe one day we will. Yeah. I'm just like telling stories from New Smyrna. I mean, because like literally, there's have so many. many wild different stories that, uh, you know, we have in that time. Um but and then from there we 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 had met uh, the head chef there Bruno Zucchini who um, now here in Orlando owns uh, Pizza Bruno. We had met him there, um, and he was a really, uh, really close friend. Um, you know, loved him to death. Taught me everything I knew about uh, cooking at the time. Uh, and he had opened up his restaurant here in Orlando, uh, and I was a kitchen manager there in New Smyrna. And then we were both were like, it's time for a change. All of our everybody, all, like all the friend group that we grew up, basically you know uh, started the restaurant. We're all moving away, doing different stuff. And it was like, just didn't really quite feel the same to us. So we were like, yeah, it's time for the next chapter. 
Um, and then we, uh, so Bruno was like, oh, there's always a job here. So we moved to Orlando and that's how basically we got to Orlando was just yeah. moved for that job and ended up working both of us at Pizza Bruno. Worked there for a few years, met another great, another group of great people. Absolutely. And uh, same thing, we could spend a whole another episode just talking about all the stuff we've done with them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that was great. Um, so yeah, from there, uh, you know, you you were you worked there, and then you worked at Red Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Light, and then like bartender there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then last year we. Um, Worked at like a catering company that like did like private school lunches for kids while I was working at Luma. Mm -hmm. uh, still painting the whole time. Um, and I like just trying to fit everything in. Uh, so that kind of basically catches us up. Um, uh, we have about 10 minutes left. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I don't know if I talked too much during that. No. But uh, but uh, our, our stories kind of are, you know. Right, they commingle. Yeah, I mean, is there anything else you want to bring up about that time or anything like that? Like. <laughs> I think I covered, I mean, I didn't really like, I mean, like you voiced your opinion on some things, but. Yeah, sure you did. I mean, I'm not a talker. Yeah. Generally, so. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's the thing. So we'll talk about a little bit about like what we plan for the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like, uh, you know, I'll probably be handling the brunt of the interviews and talks or whatever. Because we plan on mm -hmm. having um, every episode having a guest of um, the the goal for the podcast is to have different like people that we've met and people that we'd like to meet um, around like the Orlando area and then the like, Florida area. Um, people that are doing all different kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. People that are like, have interesting stories, interesting stories or like are doing matters. cool. Yeah, yeah. Doing cool stuff. Um, people that also that just haven't talked to in a while that, you know, I think are really great. Like for instance, our first guest next week, um, Drew is like a uh, friend of mine who now is living like kind of a nomadic life half the, half the year out West. So it'd be great. And we haven't really talked in person and, I don't know, a year, maybe probably longer, yeah. probably a year and a half. Um, so uh, it'll be great to like catch up with him and kind of, you know, see what that lifestyle is like. And we can kind of talk about his past. You know, he was in a band that, you know, was fairly famous. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, yeah, fairly is loose. We'll see what he thinks about that. Mm -hmm. But um, so we talked to him and then, and then the following week, we got another guy who does another, another Andrew that uh, does pop-ups and stuff. And then a couple after that. So it's uh we got the, the month booked. So we're basically gonna, you know, keep that idea going of just like um finding different people and stuff like that. More interesting people to talk to. Yeah, exactly. And then and then eventually, you know, this is kind of like uh at first we'll just be talking to people that we know to kind of, you know, get the feel and how you know the uh how it's gonna flow. And then eventually we'll start obviously reaching out to people that we don't know, um, mm -hmm. artists and stuff like that. Um yeah, and like the idea would be that Kinder is gonna be the producer and I would like for her to be the co-host. Uh, but if, uh, as most people know, usually like when you say that most people, or I would, I would say this cause they usually tell me that they would never tell you. Most people are intimidated by you. I just don't understand it. I, I mean, I'm a nice person. Yeah. When you want to be mean to me, but, uh, but, uh, no, the idea, like, I think it's because you do something that I don't do. And that's probably why it will be great on the podcast. And especially me, it's called instant friends because I feel like I kind of have the same mentality as my dad where like we could be on vacation and like, and uh, you know, be in the line at an amusement park and he just start a chat, start chatting with someone. And next thing you know, they're like friends. And I always ask my mom, like, does he know him? And she was like, no, he's mm -hmm. not. Yeah. I kind of am the same way. I'm very good at like, you know, uh, kind of forming a bond in a quick uh, succession or whatever, or mm -hmm. quick, um, you know, interaction. 
Uh, so that's kind of the idea behind the pod. But like the idea, so what I, what, go back to I kind of veered off. But the idea is that um, that I come across as that. Like I'm very talkative and stuff like that. And like also I'm really uncomfortable. I'm getting better. But I used to be really bad about like silences. Like even no matter what job I was doing or uh, like, like uh, you know, if I was like in, an, in a, like a tight space with somebody, like I would have to fill that void with words so i would just start asking like even if i gave two shits about what kind of music this person listens to yeah. even if they told me they listen to you know uh you know jazz which is not my personal favorite no nothing against jazz i would just still be like oh why don't you like jazz blah blah and like i would just get, get them talking about themselves just to fill the void of like silence mm -hmm. whereas you're the type of person where you really could give two shits i'm comfortable with silence if they want to ask me a question that's fine and i'll engage but but I think we've always called ourselves like he's the dog and I'm the cat. So yeah. it takes me a while to warm up to people. Whereas he's like, we can be friends right now. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think that comes across as like to some people that comes across as like you like, disliking them sure. or I, like, I get that. It's just, yeah. And I'm not surprising whenever I hear it. Yeah. I'm not necessarily even saying it's a bad thing. Cause probably I could probably use some of that in my life for like not trying to, I mean, overindulge, especially now with like coronavirus and wearing a mask, I could mm -hmm. probably get less at it, but. Stop kissing people on the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'll kiss you. Um, but yeah, so that I mean that's kind of the you know, the plan going forward. Um yeah, and then like uh, you know, we're just gonna have guests and you know, reach out and do that kind of thing. But um and uh we're super excited to get going and like I said, we're just gonna do expect the you know, episode a week. You can catch it on Spotify, Apple Music. Um and uh the only other thing, oh yeah, one 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 quick question that we'll end on. Is the idea okay? So you just said you're a cat, yeah, but we well, kind of related to related to a cat, and we we kind of brought up a question not too long ago about uh, if you could be any animal, yeah, what would it be? Like any, like it doesn't matter, like uh, what animal it is. I can't remember what my initial answer was. I think you said I think you said cat, and then then we, but you reversed it back and said that you wanted to, uh, you're like oh does it have to be domesticated. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've always had a fascination with sharks, so maybe I'll be a great white shark. Also, they have very little predators, so I'd be the uh, the king down there. And like, how long do they live? A long time. Yeah. They have a long lifespan, so that would be fun. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe a fox because they're cute and sly. Yeah, but like, I mean. Have you seen uh, the show alone? We've seen the show alone. Yeah. Like, uh, foxes usually tend to get in traps. I feel like they are. It's more, it's more rabbits and bunnies. Like, mm -hmm. They don't they don't go for the big prey that often. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's yours? I think that uh, I think I think what I said like previously when we talked about it was it's still my answer. It's probably a I know I want you want to say something cool like a bird so you can fly and all that kind of shit. But I think that uh, suck. what. Birds suck. <laughs> But I honestly think mine is a um, it's a dog because I mean we yeah. I mean right now we're doing this episode as our dog's getting his uh, wiener chopped off, <laughs> his uh, you know bisectomy, all that good stuff. Uh, neutering, neutering, yes, um, yeah. So that's happening right now. Uh, but so but you want, so you want somebody to chop your balls off? Is what you're saying? I mean they're gonna put him under. I mean like <laughs> maybe I'll be one of those wild dogs that gets to have a bunch of babies. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So no, because I, because. I, Reason I said that was because I was looking at our dog and I was like, "What a life he has!" He like, has especially the other day, we took him to uh, took him to like a beautiful like wetlands park in the morning, and then 
Jeff Day came home and rested and we fed him and like petted him and sleep did for hours sleep for hours. And then, and then when he woke up again, we took him to another park later in the day. And we played with him. Yeah. And like he doesn't, he doesn't ever have to really worry about anything getting him, even though he's a little, you know, he's scared of everything. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, my, I think my answer would be a dog. Yeah. And yeah, I think it would be like, but I think it would be like a golden retriever because I had one as a kid named Air Bud. Mm -hmm. I wasn't very creative as a kid. Yeah. But, uh, I think that would probably be the answer. And like, uh, I don't know. Is that, is that a good question you think that we should ask every, I guess just finish with that one? I mean, it's not a bad question. You get to know a little bit more of a tidbit about the person. Yeah, that's true. Because some people might say like gopher or like uh, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so like I said, just bear with us as we, uh, you know, go forward because, um, you know, we're kind of figuring it out as we go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the questions might change, but, the you know, the goal will still be to have some sort of uh, inter interview platform with kind of a hang that kind of, you know, branches off. I know we kind of, just kind of powered through our our backstory here, that's but it, yeah, so that's a lot. I mean, it's <laughs> a lot to cover in that on that short amount of time, but it kind of gives us it kind of introduces uh, you to us and um, kind of where we're coming from. Yeah. And like, I'm sure uh, we'll have more stories in the future. That yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we didn't divulge too much into stuff, but I'm sure as especially as we get people in here that yes. we know well, yeah. that I mean, they're gonna divulge into things and go back and forth. So um, yeah, uh, anything else to add? You have. I've got more minutes before we get out of here. Um, I do want to uh, take a quick moment to uh, thank uh, Monkey Warhol for our like uh, intro. Can't really find the guy anywhere. Like I found him randomly on a um, a website that was just giving out free samples that, some, that people can make mm -hmm. samples and kind of upload. And uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a silly uh, a beat techno song. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, it, it's cool. I mean, yeah. At first, we were like trying to decide if. Um, if like it was if it was like a good song or like not a good song but it was like a good fit mm -hmm. and like and then and like we listened to it i don't know 15 20 times since we found it like a couple of days ago mm -hmm. and uh and like i kept i caught myself singing it in my head over and over and yeah. over and i was like it's well catchy. I, it's catchy um so and i'll reach out to him or her i guess it could be a girl yeah. i mean but andy warhol was a man so i would assume that it would be a man <laughs> I mean, that just makes the most sense to me. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the you know I'll reach out and see if we can find plug anything else. I mean, I think he has an Instagram, but there's no music or anything on there to actually listen to it. Um, and then also thank uh, uh, Pedro Recio or Recio for disaster, R E C I O, the number four, and then the word disaster. Let me double check that's right. And uh, he did our logo and graphic that you'll see up on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's R-E-C-I-O-P. So it's R-E-C-I-O-P for disaster. He did our logo, which looks fantastic. That's great. Yeah, yeah I took, uh, I, just, I just took, I sketched out something real quick that based around Ed, Ed and Eddie and like a, um, you know, a cartoon from the 90s, like mm -hmm. for you. And we basically just kind of did a loose interpretation of that with like the 90s photo and he kind of he just mirrored it with um his his own uh you know graphic design style and getting that up so yeah it, cool. yeah, it made, it, made it look awesome so uh cool. go give him a follow especially if you have any kind of uh graphic needs or logos or whatever i don't know how many people are gonna graphic listen to this first needs. yeah exactly i don't know how many people are gonna listen to this first episode mm -hmm. even the three people there might be one person 
But uh, yeah, so thank both of them. Uh, also check out my uh, personal Instagram artist, uh, Jordan uh, C. Jones. Um, that is artist Jordan C. Jones. Let me double check that. I always forget if that's right. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> I forget if I have the C in there. The C stands for Carl. Yeah. Um, but check out the uh, paintings I'm working on and uh, things like that. Um, other than that, also follow us on Instagram at uh, Instant Friends Pod. Um, and, you know, like it, uh, subscribe. Hopefully, when we have a YouTube, we'll have video. Hopefully, uh, before too long. Yeah. And uh, and that's it. Go check those out and uh, have a great rest of your day. Thanks. <laughs> thank you for listening to Instant Friends Pod.